Mornings on Metro FM Talk. In our headlines this evening, tomorrow, the Basic Education Minister, Minister Angie Motecha, will be visiting Guazulu-Natal to assess the extent of the damage that has been caused by the floods. Uh, apparently, and, and these are the numbers that are reported, over 600 schools have been affected. But what are the plans in place? I'm sure if you are a, a, a mom, a parent, you want to know. If you're living specifically in Guadalupe-Natal, what should you do tomorrow? Should your children go to school? Should they stay at home? Let's speak to Babu uh, Muzi Matlambi, Head of Communication at the Guadalupe-Natal Department of Education. A very good evening to you, Babu Matlambi. Thank you so much for your time today. Perhaps that's the big question that parents are wanting to find out. If they are in Guadalupe-Natal, what should they do tomorrow? Should they send their children to school? Evening and evening to your to your listeners. Uh, it's a it's a tricky one. Um, <clears throat> build up to um, the the long uh, weekend, Easter weekend. Uh, we've been issuing a communique that has been uh, uh, pointing to the fact that uh, we've been emphasising on safety first principle. Um, which um, uh, tomorrow is the return of uh, all the learners. Um, uh, which is the date set for uh, resumption or reopening of schools according to the academic calendar. Uh, but when that calendar was uh, done, we, we were not anticipating that we'll have uh, a disaster. Uh, in some uh, other areas, um, the, the disaster has affected um, uh, uh, people actually in, uh, immensely. In some other areas, uh, even if uh, there is devastation, but uh, you can still uh, drive, you can still walk. Uh, so there would be that uh, kind of uh, um, a situation uh, tomorrow where in some areas um, learners will be able to easily uh, walk, drive to school. And uh, in some areas, uh, it, it won't be that easy. So we're saying um, in areas where parents uh, uh, see that uh, because uh, if, if, if you happen to reside in a particular uh, community, you, you, you almost know the, 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 the situation and the conditions to say if it's been raining uh, uh, like this, and this is the implications, um, is, is that uh, parents uh, should not uh, release uh, their learners, but um, the official date for reopening is tomorrow. But we are of must have a hybrid kind of uh, thinking uh, of uh, an ideal situation where um, everything goes well tomorrow, but we, we also are, are in discussion to say um, we would rather have um, that, uh, some schools being delayed to reopen for one or two to three days and be dealing with a, a curriculum recovery plan than having to deal with the loss of, 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 of life and, and, and stuff like that. So we're saying safety first. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the principle that will want to encourage uh, parents uh, to, to, to adopt um, uh, when, when assessing the situation as it were. 
And, and what is the latest official number of schools that have been damaged? We are standing at uh, 630 uh, with uh, 101 schools that uh, we uh, are not uh, reachable uh, in terms of uh, access due to uh, roads being uh, having collapsed, uh, smart slides still continue to, to occur, and, uh, and um, some uh, uh, rivers still uh, uh, being solemn and 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 it's dangerous to be to be to be uh, 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 crossing uh, and, and 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 trying to get over uh, that kind of uh, terrain. So um, we 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 are advising that uh, uh, learners that are across the river or across the road that has collapsed uh, uh, tomorrow, they must don their uh, 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 own uniform of uh, their particular schools, uh, rock into any school nearby them. Uh, the principals of schools have been communicated uh, to, to that effect to say they must uh, expect that. And uh, we are very much aware that uh, in most cases you will find that 90% of educators are not residing where they, they, they teach or where they work. It might cause also a problem. So we're also looking into that question as to if then learners come, 90% of learners come, but they are 90% educators don't come. What is it that we're going to be doing? By 11 tomorrow, we have we'll, I've just come out of the meeting uh, with the with the with the with the MEC head of department, where we're discussing uh, the modalities, uh, uh, hybrid modalities, as to what then do we do uh, in case they they such an 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 an, an observation and occurrence um, uh, come tomorrow. And, and what is the extent of, of the damage? We have been seeing the news and it, it, it seems to be very extreme with the roads and the infrastructure that has been damaged. But as far as the schools themselves, we do understand that the minister will be visiting Guazulu Natal to assess the extent of the damage in the schools specifically. But what is it looking like? Are, are they completely dilapidated now or they are still usable and safe for learners and teachers? The severity uh, uh, vary. Um, in that in some schools you will have uh, the roof being blown away, in some schools windows uh, uh, broken, doors broken, in some schools it could be a matter of uh, a horse pipe and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, um, and a broom, uh, it can take few hours, then the, 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 the school is back to normality in some schools. Uh, computers destroyed in some schools, books destroyed in some schools, nutrition destroyed. Uh, in some schools, you need to provide them with mobile uh, classrooms, but they are all in that 630. Uh, but uh, tomorrow, uh, because we will be able now to access uh, some of these 630 schools, our infrastructure guys uh, using their experts 
uh, um, uh, knowledge will be able to do a proper assessment as to uh, whether is it is it safe because you and I can say you no know, this this the, the structure is solid only to find that it has implications and and, and stuff like that so mm. we will be relying on on those reports but if you were to couple that with with the question that I know that you might want to ask of uh, um, the the financials, um, we the preliminary estimates is standing at uh, 442 million uh, that we'll need to 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 do repairs uh, to 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 these schools that are affected. You know, Mr. Matlambi, you said that it's safety first, and that is the principle that parents should use when discerning whether or not their children should go to school. But it's still very early days in the sense that the aftermath of the floods is still being evaluated. Only tomorrow is the Minister of Basic Education going to do an evaluation. And as you yourself said, it is going to take some time to find out how, ex- how extensive the damage is and what it's going to take to fix it. In putting safety first, would it not be more prudent to have a week off for the schools so that all of these evaluations will take place before learners are allowed to enter those premises or even be allowed to be transported on roads? Is it not too dangerous? Look, um, the, 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 the 6.30 schools should be understood in the context of the province having more than 6,000 schools, um, which uh, the majority of the schools are not affected uh, we can't then issue a blanket uh, um, uh, um, uh, circular to then say uh, the, the province should not be operating. Uh, for instance, the, there is a school that we went to uh, today that is uh, adversely affected in terms of uh, its muddy and stuff like that, uh, but uh, not to say that uh, learners cannot come to school. Uh, because there was a, a cleanup that uh, um, uh, colleagues were busy with uh, today, with with the hope that um, uh, six thirty uh, schools, uh, but will will also be uh, be be thing, be be be, be um, uh, teaching. Some teaching and learning could be taking place. It could be a matter of uh, reprioritization. Uh, with the with the with the with the with the with the in 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 the, in the school in terms of grades, in terms of of stuff like uh, stuff like that, we will be banking on and building on on the on the experience that we had with uh, COVID-19. It's only that uh, when dealing with this uh, one this time around. It's not a matter of wearing a mask and social distancing, like you are saying. It's 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 it's, it's dangerous. Uh, we are we are still emphasizing, as we were emphasizing, and we 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 we, we think that emphasis that we made uh, build up to the Easter weekend of safety first, and many schools were were were, were adhering uh, to that principle, and come tomorrow, uh, uh, they will also do so, uh, graduating into 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 towards the weekend. And uh, we were the first to say we would rather lose few days than losing uh, 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 lives. So 
the educator principals of schools, government bodies have been communicated, and even the scholar transport in the meeting, they were telling us that um, 95 schools, um, uh, the routes there, we will not be able to, to reach to those schools which is going to affect about 14,000 learners. We, we know about all those facts, and we, 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 we have then advised parents uh, that are affected in, in that regard as to uh, it will not be advisable for them uh, to release their, their uh, children to school. After all, our scholar transport will not be operating because we don't want to risk and uh, uh, transporting learners in such terrains. Mr. McClumby, the number that we have that has been reported with the number of students who have died is sitting at 57 and five are missing. Do you have an update on those numbers or are those still the official numbers that you have? The, 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 uh, at the meeting, the, 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 the number did not move uh, in terms of uh, uh, increasing. Uh, but we are of the view that come tomorrow, we will be hearing things like we, you don't have so many educators that have not come because they have perished. You, have, you don't have so many educators that have not been able to, 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 to report on duty because uh, their houses uh, were affected. You don't have so many children uh, because... Uh, they will have perished, their parents will have uh, uh, perished, they are homeless and, and stuff like that. And that is why our psychological uh, services uh, has come up with a program together with DSD uh, to, to, be, to, be, to be supporting because we, we, we have been uh, following the devastation uh, uh, in the communities and the, the schools are most of them are within the communities so you can't have communities being affected and then you will think that a school will not be uh, uh, affected because uh, uh, who goes to 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 to, to our schools uh, uh, are the very same children uh, from those homes that we have seen in devastation and stuff like that so we 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 are um, we are expecting that the number can, can, can grow and we are expecting an emotional kind of a, a day tomorrow. And, and as you say, you've got the psychological social services that's standing by to take care of it because it really isn't business as usual um, after the traumatic losses and the experiences that teachers and learners have experienced. But, but I'm wondering, uh, Mr. Matlambi, we know that during times of catastrophe, there are some members of the community that will go to the schools and use mobile classrooms or even brick-and-mortar classrooms for shelter. Have you found this to be the case? Yes. Um, six of our schools, mostly in the Pine Town district, were used as a makeshift kind of an accommodation uh, over the weekend. Um, we, at the level of uh, the cabinet, uh, the embassies have been uh, um, uh, putting heads together as to when we we evacuate uh, uh, those people, uh, which uh, uh, is something that happened uh, today. Uh, to say, um, also being uh, sensitive 
to their plight what what do we do uh, in order to to get an an alternative uh, kind of uh, uh, an accommodation it's a matter that uh, is being attended to yes there were schools that were used as a makeshift kind of um, accommodation Mr. Muzi Matlambi, thank you so much uh, for that update. Uh, certainly some very useful information for parents, but uh, I'm quite comforted to hear you say that actually you've been communicating with the parents and they know. So it's, it's not like, you know, my child goes, but you've no. already done and you've made the assessments and you know which routes are not operational and how many learners are actually affected. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Babmuzi Mahlambi, Head of Communication at the Guazulu Department of Education, saying in total 630 schools have been affected, 101 were inaccessible, 124 have suffered extensive damage, 57 pupils have died and 5 are missing. But as he says, only tomorrow after the analysis has taken place, will they really know the status quo how many pupils have been affected, how many learners have been affected, how many schools have been affected, and what it's going to take to get them back to being operational. It's exactly 17 minutes after 8 o'clock. Thank you for staying with us. This is Metro FM Talk. Tackling the coronavirus together. Here's what you need to know. Practice good hygiene. Stop handshaking. Use other non-contact methods of greeting people. Clean your hands regularly. Create habits and reminders to avoid touching your faces and cover coughs and sneezes with your elbows. Disinfect surfaces like doorknobs, desks, and handrails regularly. Increase ventilation by opening windows or adjusting air conditioning. Let's all do our part and be socially responsible. Together, we will get through this metro fm it's where covid 19 safety tips are at this saturday the penthouse sessions will be coming at you live from friends of amstel 2022 the celebration of music and friends has been brewing for some time now and is finally here Wizkid. Mr. Jazzy Q, Focalistic and many more on one stage. So don't get FOMO. You've got a front row seat right here on Metro FM. Make sure that you don't let this one pass you by. Friends of Amstel, uniting friends through music. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18. Drink responsibly. Oh, yeah. Pretoria, the capital. We've got you covered. 92.4 FM. It's where you're at.